0: Welcome everyone to the Blast From Cast From the Time Traveling. Oh. What a, that? Noise. <laughs> it's a noise oh, So there. nice. So <laughs> nice. Welcome everyone. I'm, uh,
1: uh, I'm going to keep that you. in. <laughs>
0: shall oh, I wow. shall I try again? Uh, okay, so yeah, this is the blast from, cast from the uh, very professional podcast where there are no neck noises <laughs> 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 at any point. Uh, this is the the podcast that you're familiar with, obviously, where we talk about the music without talking about the music. Uh, we all squeeze in together in a little time traveling time machine uh, and uh, travel back this time to 1998. But we'll get to that. We'll get a bit more into that. You're listening at the moment to Neil. That's who's speaking to you now. And I'm joined by a double dose of David. David one and two. Uh, We haven't quite arrived at the um, which one is one and which one is two. Uh, So I guess the first to speak will be number one. How are you both?
1: It's chronological. (laughs) um, (laughs) I was going to say, the the bigger man speaks second. (laughs) Age
0: before beauty.
1: So, old Krusty, you go ahead first.
0: <laughs> yes. How are you? You, you? you were you were telling us uh, about um, a creamy donut before off air. <laughs> Tell us more about that. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I won't oh. bore the, the listeners with that.
2: It was um, a frustrating trip out for a quick um, piece of uh, creamy. Donut enjoyment, which didn't go according to plan because of certain restrictions
0: which are in place at the moment. It's the year 2021, <laughs> and getting a donut is very difficult these days, as my understanding. An impromptu one. Mm. Oh, so a planned ahead donut, unplanned no problem. Donut. <laughs> an yeah. unplanned donut is very, very difficult in this day and age, which is a sad state of affairs, isn't it? One of the worst things about the situation at the moment, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, that's one of the worst. One of the worst things about the situation right now.
0: Seeing loved ones, um, that's oh. also an inconvenience, but the donuts, that's... Uh,
1: the hole he good. feels is in yeah. the pastry. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously
2: all that, uh, all the family stuff's going to have to start up again at some point, um, as we all know. But in the
0: meantime, we are trying to kind of lift our moods with, uh, with with junk food and what have you. So thank goodness we're heading back to the year 1998. I'm pretty sure I've got that right. That's when, uh, that's when this oh, yeah. film came out. So we like to discuss the music, but we also like to discuss the films starring musicians that have a, a musical connection of some sort. And it's Belly, the 1998 movie, which is the first and only feature film written and directed by Hype Williams, real name Harold. Music video director, who's, uh, I would say, basically the architect of the entire visual history of late 90s mainstream rap music. Uh, He did videos for Jay-Z, Naz, DMX, uh, the whole bunch of them. Uh, That's
1: the bust? Buster Rhymes in amongst yes exactly so any any video that there's a slow motion smoke going into someone's nose or walking slowly, whilst you know hand clapping through a corridor That's he must that's have done video. put
2: your
0: hands where my eyes can see if or he's been plagiarized.
1: Buster Rhymes
0: put your hands where my eyes can see so we can confirm that he did that so that 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 visual you 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 know if if you've seen a Hype Williams music video before I think you might. Be aware of what you've seen it. You know know that you've seen it. Are you being not in for a huge surprise for what you're about to see in this this movie? So, Hype Williams, Harry, Harold for short. (laughs) I feel like you've done that in the reverse order, but that's fine. I have. If you were to write a tagline for this film, how would you describe it? If you have to do a review on it,
2: watch it, otherwise, don't.
0: (laughs) That the movie, <laughs> the, the
1: poster tagline. <laughs> I, I don't think they'll be putting that in there. How about the, uh... Um, uh, a film of war drums, passion, with an unexplained <laughs> Jamaican middle and a, a spiritual finish. Okay, so <laughs> the, the, I, I think
0: I managed to glean an arc of some sort from this, at least, but I was really, oh, really well concentrated. Well done. <laughs> really <laughs> concentrated, and it was all sort of post-watching the film and, and doing a bit of research afterwards that I was able to to get an arc of sorts. So uh, what I would say is it's a, a story of redemption amid the street
1: <laughs> a story <laughs> of realising an ending and it's weirdly some redemption stuff at the end. So, you know, know vi- vi- a bit of violence and
0: crime and then redemption at the end there's your tagline for belly 1998 a bit, Hi, of, Williams. A bit of
1: make a guy naked in a basement <laughs> and then later on I like okay so
0: <laughs> well we'll get to that so what we'll do is just, we'll just kind of take a trip through the story itself okay hmm. um, and then address the filmic qualities so but if there's some filmic qualities Comments that you want to make as we go along, mm-hmm. then please feel free to jump in. So I,
1: I'm, I'm going to say that Dave maybe has few. <laughs> as <laughs> as fair, he was really laying off his chest. So I said, save it, baby. <laughs> save, save.
0: So yeah, that first scene, I, I thought it was very exciting. If I knew what was going on, oh, yeah. Um, it, it it was it was shot very interestingly. Again, it was very music video like the shocking. C- quite a lot of contrast with the the colours there, wasn't there? And it was a it was a robbery. Of some yeah. sort,
1: a shoot a woman through a window robbery.
0: Yeah, really, there wasn't a lot of um
2: backstory or implic. You know, there wasn't a lot of information there to figure out why they had
0: to murder a woman. It was yeah, it was interesting because we haven't really got to know these characters right away. They're cre- they're just this heinous, <laughs>
1: heinous <laughs> murder yeah. and crime. I, thought I was in for like an absolute treat because I thought, right, okay, it's got DMX and it's got Nas. I mean, Tupac did a, he? He did a good turn. Uh, maybe we're in for something here. And then Weeby, I thought, oh, God, he's, he was in the wire. He was fantastic. I enjoyed him. Slow intro, great little music uh, cuts and all the stuff. Like that. Right, okay, Niels, you're probably going to enjoy it. Obviously, that was the first five minutes, and then we had the rest of the film.
0: So, the, yeah, the horrible, heinous crimes committed. Uh, uh, <laughs> narrated by Naz, who I you might disagree. I think he gives Harrison Ford's Blade Runner voiceover a run for its money uh-huh. in terms of energy. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so he's he's kind of talking us through. Well, actually, in most of the film. I think there's a little bit later on that Dmx for some reason suddenly becomes the voiceover person.
1: Can I just say as well, just because you ever see Link in, in Nas and this weird performance? Because good or good or good or bad, there are moments in this film that made me laugh out loud. But maybe you'll get to them chronologically. But there's a moment later on when Nas is in bed with his his, his wife, <laughs> and the way he delivers the line is really weird and loud. He just sort of he sort of lies next to him, goes you love me, right? Or uh, do you know I love you, right? But it's just the way he shouts it. And I'm like, you would never do that in any <laughs> situation. Just shouts it in her face. And then DMX is really, really aggressive shower. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, really inconsiderate at night time, even though he just telling people to be quiet and his lady's in bed. He's just having the greatest shower of his life.
0: <laughs> I just, I did. Uh, that's that's So that's not long after the scene, actually. Chronologically, yeah. you're going to find. Uh. So that was, um, so... But he yeah. also
1: acts like he intros a song as well.
0: He, um, <laughs> his
1: acting style is his interest to his song. I think part of the
0: part of the attraction of this was to see what is DMX like in a film. <laughs> <laughs> because it had to be yeah, had what to be brought so. you. So yeah, Naz is called Sincere. DMX's character is Tommy, whose nickname is Buns, which was wonderful because it afforded us the line me and Buns was always tight. <laughs> <laughs> which I very much yeah, enjoyed. I, if you're gonna, I think in films,
2: if you're going to do a, an intro to characters, saying their names and narrating to talk about them, better lighting would have helped the situation because um, they were in a really
0: dark car and it, it you might as well have been listening to the radio for that section. <laughs> I think giving them actual characters as well prob- would probably help you actually remember <laughs> who each one was <laughs> instead of just random names thrown out. But anyway... We go to was this was this Bun's house? This big palatial sort of scenario situation, yeah, so. yeah. Whereas, a big um, white place with the the um, yeah. large photographic prints on the wall. Yeah, oh. which, which got a real a, a <laughs> lot of shine, didn't it? The framing was it very did. bizarre, wasn't it? <laughs> the
1: framing was look at these photos and pictures from a low angle. Yeah, there was
2: there's definite emphasis on it, and there's some later on in in Naz's house when he's looking through books on his coffee table, and he gets to that book that he's continually reading throughout the film. But before he gets to it, there is a couple of photography books by African photographers. Seydou uh, Keita, I think is how you pronounce it. But that's a really famous uh, African photographer who kind of made it very big in the Western world once her work got discovered. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see that getting speckled in. I'm wondering if Hype Williams was kind of Throwing out some influences to the things that have inspired him and his visual style.
0: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, you just wanted to th- kind of throw that out there to mm-hmm. show this is this is where I get yeah.
1: some of this. Actually, he's also a great. He's a great fan of the out of focus shot. Someone walks up to be in focus. He loved that <laughs> through the
0: entire film.
1: So yeah, we're we're in focus we're in, pullers fire.
0: <laughs> we're in Bun's house, um, and he has that DMX shower, which was. <laughs> <laughs> Very noisy, and then uh, Keisha—was it Keisha who was his, his the, the woman yeah. that he lived with—and Keish, for short, she was on the phone to somebody, and uh, I would say their their conversation failed the the Bechdel test spectacularly <laughs> because they were <laughs> talking about filleting
1: Dmx. Uh, the female yeah, character doesn't, doesn't get any better either, does it? Yeah. It's just it's, it, it reprehensible everything about him. And then, like later on in the car, with that same uh girl with the uh is keisha woman on the phone being like i love you and stuff and he's like his conversation doesn't even seem to be about anything you just of to... <laughs> we'll get to it maybe i keep on jumping ahead but it's the you know i love you right yeah yeah we'll get there in about two months and things like, that. like, <laughs> like what he filmed separate scenes and just put it together because he's yeah. not responding to it's not even and... like a a, a, a a sort of offhanded, "Ah, uh yeah baby you know i love you too He's literally having two conversations, which, which made me think they just threw that scene in because they had the footage and they didn't actually match it. Yeah, I'd he know, never even
2: that. like prompts her to like not speak while he's on the phone to his like actual partner, because uh, she's like whispering little things to him like inches away from the phone, and he's got
0: absolutely no no worries yeah. about that being heard. Well, uh, let me play devil's advocate here. Let me get on the the hype Williams train. Is that um, to speak to his reckless character? Mm. Why not? (laughs) Or they had the footage. (laughs) Why not? Let's uh, let's be nice to him. Uh, So during this scene, uh, Kurt Loader on MTV News for some reason tells us about a new type of heroin
1: (laughs) that's that's taking over the rave scene.
2: Is that what it it was? was Taking over the rave scene.
1: Uh, Yeah, this new coke which you have to rub on your skin. I thought that's comedy, Cat Williams style stand-up comedy. It's not. It can't be. They're taking this serious because some of the characters in here are over the top to eleven, but it's the fact it's like there's a new drug and you don't even have to do anything with it except rub it on your skin. Kurt loaders telling you about. it. Like, <laughs> <"Yep>. okay. <laughs> so Tell me more. This
0: obviously uh, intrigues Buns. Um, mm. He wants to know about the the rubbing of the the heroin. PMP uh, so <laughs> in- interest, he's interested, and then you got the scene afterwards where uh, sincere gives us this sort of first clue that he isn't kind of up for this crime stuff uh, much longer, possibly due to his apparent chronic fatigue, uh, judging by how he (laughs) comports himself in the voiceover and and throughout the movie
1: also wearing glasses means you don't want to be part of crime anymore, we know that from this film
0: that's the, it's it's the um, it's like the oranges uh, of this film isn't it, as soon as glasses go on that means there's there's some sort of barrier between your true feelings and, and crime uh, this kind of plays out later on as well, doesn't it? Where he's you—you you were talking about. He tells he's talking about he's like reading these books and he, he starts telling um, Buns about this book he's reading. And then I think the exact quote from him is a uh, book.
1: <laughs> I just—I laughed at that bit. <laughs> it's just like no willingness. I don't know if that's just improvised or what, but it's just, <laughs> it was—it was so good.
0: And then it was—I don't know if this was the next scene, but the the one where the guy's stripped naked. Could you tell me what was going on there? Because I had absolutely no
1: idea. Yeah, that that was an un- un- unbelievably Madness. stupid <laughs> scene. Yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. It was just chaos. That's what made me think of that Haggard film because it was just like, oh, this idea for just now. It was a bit like the R. Kelly, uh, what was the Milton? <laughs> and then they just suddenly start having a fight. It was that level of stupidness. It was just so, uh, I'm going to tackle you over a table, hit you a couple of times until you're stripped naked. And then you're going to be like, Yeah, you'll get yours. (laughs) (laughs) What?
2: Also, just using
0: a gun to punctuate each
2: sentence.
1: (laughs) I thought people were getting
0: killed, but he was just sort of shooting the ground, wasn't he? I was was beside myself watching that that scene. that,
1: That seemed more like DMX having a bit of an improv, thinking, this is going to make me seem more intense, and because it's blanks, I'm going to make it seem like the scene's more intense, so if I shoot the ground... That's gonna make it seem like my character's crazy, but no one wanted to tell him that. So it just stayed in. I don't think
2: he's got like um, any other violent scene. Like he's not got any scenes where he has a fight. So I don't know if he just wanted a fight scene to show, show how unhinged he was, kind of thing. My take on it, or just. Like in real life, for ego, he <laughs> wanted he wanted to beat someone up in the film.
1: This is after or before the because obviously there's a scene where the um, the two um, better halves of the gentleman, uh are obviously arguing in different ways to to each man, and that was the the sort of oh this is bullshit. but you know how you calm down a woman uh, get the war drum started as well, and then just make love to them, and then they're silent. Is another scene that came along and i was laughing because it's like dung, 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 and then they're just docile <laughs> it's just like no wonder this guy did the big pivot video that's that's great guy i don't even rem- remember it, it was just, maybe you it don't was remember the wardrobe really heavy remember. drums and oh, like yeah, thrown about was... the women and it was just like big muscular backs and <laughs> Making love yeah. in different positions and really intense drums. You don't remember that. Did scene? I ste-
0: It's entirely possible I stepped out of the room for the war You must drums. have seen. You must oh, have. If you that missed sounds that, sounds like <laughs> a, a rewatch is required. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: that was it's, it's that was fantastic. out of nowhere as well.
2: The guy who gets made to strip naked does reappear later in the film yeah. uh, and and takes his revenge on the the guy who did nothing to him that evening. Yeah, um, yeah you're right, Dave. Like Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah but the revenge isn't even actually seen through he's he's defeated quite quickly um, and then I'm pretty sure that Naz says uh, I've been shot in the leg but I'm still going to get <laughs> on the
0: plane and fly to Africa F- it. like
2: something along those lines <laughs> well, you're, you're, says jumping,
0: that. you're jumping way ahead we're still, we're still <laughs> in I guess what you would consider act one of this film <laughs> if you can split it into such uh, things
1: uh, <laughs> act one
0: was it the next scene which was the amazing scene between uh, DMF, well buns I'm going to use the character name uh, and the the Jamaican drug kingpin uh, who I think was called Ox uh, where the oh. the film the filmic Lennox. rubric was just
2: it's yeah, Lennox out. but then they continually call him Ox yeah, so was, the uh, film, yeah you're really right confusing.
0: so this was where you had he was watching a football game and that's kind <laughs> of superimposed over the scene for whatever, <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever that reason that was which I did find very interesting and then I think yes. you were referring to it earlier where the, the character who's talking is out of focus <laughs> and oh, the person who's listening yeah. is like in the foreground which is very disorienting <laughs> There was a pin sharp ear, um, DMX's yeah. ear. We got to really
2: see how that reacted <laughs> to what was being proposed to.
1: Also, that. was that um, was that genuinely Brazil versus Jamaica? That would have been, Was that, yeah. Was that World Cup '98 then? Were they yeah,
0: in that? Which was that actually USA or was, or was USA? No, four, USA was uh, This perplexing scene between Buns and Ox uh, leads to Buns uh, and sincere who i think is a long phrase it. it's hard to tell what his motivations are he seems like he's like yeah whatever um and then they just start selling this new heroin in nebraska is mm. that that's that's correct isn't it
1: also is he like packing it up in the kitchen and putting like butter on it or something what was that cling film vaseline, scene? i think doesn't he have men for that doesn't he have like a, a sort of underling that's not gonna but is it vaseline is that hide the scent or something is that how it was I, 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 the only this thing that I can um, think of
0: lack of drug dealing knowledge. Uh, thankfully, oh, uh, just, to, just <laughs> we, to, full disclosure, we've got no idea. It, you know, three and, cowards, and then, and then three cowards, and then you put the butter on it.
2: <laughs> I, I was, I was like, really had my fingers crossed that he was like, kind of making it more lubricated and was going to just start swallowing those massive packages.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it was called belly. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Although I'm yeah. glad you went the more PG version of Swallowing It Dave, because I thought, I think we were going to go the dirty, dirty way. <laughs> oh, yes. he's, he's putting that Vaseline on.
0: <laughs> so, they, they're in Nebraska. There's a there's some guy with incredible looking guy with glasses and long hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. he's, I guess, the Nebraska existing drug guy who takes um, takes umbrage by the, the whole thing when he sees the, these New York fellas coming in. He does mm-hmm. not like
1: that at all, he. <laughs> yeah, that that scene as well, which made me think it was actually going to turn into sort of a Bernie Mac comedy film, almost like Friday or something. It was the it was the fact that he comes out looking ridiculous with the hair, but I thought obviously going for something, blah, blah blah. But it was the lingering. I don't like that. Shit. Shit. And then like says it again in another time, and they're still watching the car. He's not happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, really like staring as well, and every one of his crew has like unusual hair.
0: Um, and so they're they're watching really displaced uh, Buns and sincere in the car, and there was a little bit of foreshadowing again. There was a, he made a big daylight of uh, running the red light, did he not? Uh, but then things things do go a bit wrong for for Buns. Uh, stop me if I'm skipping things over, by the way, because there was uh, a you certain you missed you
1: missed, uh, missed wardrobe, So you, you yeah, missed I missed ward...
0: Um But um, things go a bit wrong when uh, Buns's house is raided. Is it not? Oh, oh yes. Um, I
2: yeah and this is the bit you can probably help me with because i feel like i blinked and then everyone apart from the guiltiest man in the film was arrested yeah. yeah. <laughs> well,
1: so, is, is, it, he's got to jamaica though that's before this to uh jamaica off of that guy and then kill some sort of rival guy yes yeah, so this is this is
0: what in, in my in my mind's my mind's eye i couldn't Remember which part happened when, which is why I started to get uh, it. Took me no, Jamaica happened before house raid, does it? So, yeah, let's talk about Featherhead guy who then (laughs) (laughs) who so he was a big deal, it sounds like, uh, according to Ox. Did did Ox?
1: So, was he saying a big deal, a big deal, but basically a very nice guy because he's willing to give a homeless guy some money and stop at a red light (laughs) and gets punished for it, basically. (laughs)
2: And they party mere feet away from one another.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not, in a, not in a particularly glamorous place. It looked like this sort of behind-the-bins area. That's what, that was even more confusing. So uh,
0: uh, Ox wanted him to kill him or he was just... Because I couldn't get whether he wanted him to kill him or he was just saying, by the way, that guy's a big deal. And then yeah. uh, Buns was like, all right, well, that's a guy I'm going to kill because he's a big deal, and I'm a guy who kills big deal guys. Yeah. I was enjoying the feathers. <laughs> <laughs> it's un- unusual, isn't it? You don't see that a lot. There's obviously a reason that scene happens, um, because it has some repercussions uh, along the line. But at the time, I, I, I didn't understand what was happening. But yeah, so after that, I guess, Buns' place is raided, his his girlfriend's arrested, everybody else is arrested, like you are saying, uh, apart from him, and then he goes on the run. Um Sorry. Neil, could we pause there for just a second? Because there is the the
2: the most amazing uh, pulling right up to his house in a car and then reversing. Oh yeah, (laughs) reversing away. No one. He gets
1: real close, close doesn't he? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think right about this time is where Method Man
1: enters the picture. Is that right? Yeah, his character confused me. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, this is uh, it's going to become a rant because uh, he's a terrible actor, and I don't know why he's in films. He's a bit like Andy McDowell. I have no idea how she's in films. Method Man is just stupid because he looks exactly the same in every film series, whatever. It must have been one of his first roles because he was literally just Method Man in a film.
0: So he's friends or related to knowledge who had been in jail after this raid this was this was confusing but very confusing
1: really long poison the broth scene um, <laughs> with the guys drinking and is that my glass and uh drink and then but he's more efficient after having been poisoned
2: becomes a killing machine once they're absolutely wasted yeah uh, we could they, discuss that in more detail in a little bit
0: but yeah
1: the is that is that the is this the scene after or before the the Jamaican Scarface scene basically? No, this is um, okay, this
0: this this is uh, this is before that. So I think actually before this as well, I could be wrong. Is the the really unpleasant dinner out um, that Bonds has with his two mates <laughs> who, who just doesn't end very well? What happened here? How did this get out of control? What were that's they arguing was about? S-
1: stupidest like i think that was written like we need a reason for him seat. to get caught and yeah he, this like, is as good as anything yeah we'll get the two guys to argue until one of them kills the other guy and he just sits there literally they gave up there was some leftover script paper it was like a corner and then hype just sort of quickly scribbled oh uh, he gets caught because he was dinner in off with two guys and one guy shoots each other go shoot it <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> awful Actors, to, anyway, let's not, it's not go into the acting stuff. But there was like that was one of the only sh- scenes, like because it, it all had a theme, all had a look, and there were certain scenes obviously weren't lit well and things like that. They all had the same kind of feel to it. This was just a weird, this the way they were sat was all separate, and there was nothing really on the table to dress it up. So you um, got a funny
0: feeling this was uh, an after the fact. Oh, we need a reason for oh, him to get arrested. Yeah, like yeah. just so
1: stupid.
2: Well, I mean, you, you see you? the scene happening; it's also narrated. And the narration's completely on the nose and even after that you don't know what's happened
0: this isn't the bit where dmx suddenly is the narrator is it? Or was that a different part of the film I f- no it was still no, sincere because he talks
2: about him he's like oh he just sat there after that he could have stopped it and stuff but yeah. he didn't
0: so he goes to jail for was it being part of this or was it the oh yeah, you're like the,
2: by the way you're the yeah, guy not tipping not t- uh, not tipping enough or something at the table like you don't <laughs> yeah. generally all right, all right, go to jail for was... being near a murder
1: i think because he was on the run from yeah like, so Iceberg, he he must maybe. have gone to jail he, for yeah. Yeah. There there's no way you'd arrest him just for being someone was shot here and you haven't uh, arrest the whole restaurant then uh, so I it could be some other diners
2: sort of stayed as well like because most of them run away oh, yeah. when the gunshot happens but not all of them i, I think, think some are still there when he's like smoking a joint with a dead guy you're expecting <laughs> to see an empty can... restaurant <laughs> tell me th- the story of those people.
1: Is- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a more harrowing, but yes, yet powerful tale. I like yeah. that.
0: So his stint in jail uh, leads to. A situation where this person, who apparently turns out to be Frank Vincent, um, tells yeah.
1: to, <laughs> worst <laughs> but, intro of a, an actual known actor. Yeah, but you don't even
0: you don't even really see, even later on because there's another scene with him where you, you kind of see him, but the the lighting's so um, obscured that you can't tell who it is. I had to look it up afterwards. But anyway, he tells Buns that he must ingratiate himself with the Nation of Islam so <laughs> that he can get close to a minister. So that he can assassinate him. Why?
1: I, I was completely baffled. I was, I was no way I was going to rewind it, but yeah, like uh,
0: I'm
2: assuming he was uniting um, black people in uh, the poorer communities and oh. helping elevate their their minds, which is
0: not where um, certain people wanted their minds to be. Buns obviously then starts to because he has to re- ingratiate himself in the nation of Islam. He starts to read, and then as he reads more about the r- religion, he no longer wants to. The books uh, he wants to read them. You might say he turns the page. Oh, huh. and that's yeah. that's where he gets his glasses, isn't it? That means this time yeah. time for <laughs> crime to end. glasses
1: <laughs> for too much yeah. knowledge.
0: No indication that he's had glasses for any of the films so far. But as soon as he gets gets that knowledge, then the glasses are on. And it's all it's all happens within the one year, doesn't it? I, that, this is what I couldn't get the the passage of time was very difficult to get a grasp on in this film. I found. I mean, obviously a great amount of time had had to pass. You don't go to jail for like a couple of days for conspiracy to deal spready on your skin drugs. So we we did but we didn't get did did we get a little idea that said, by the way, this is like So I well actually so it starts no, takes it place in 1999 nine, doesn't it? And it ends it yeah. ends with the New Year. Yeah, so it's in the space of a year. Wow, how did he get off how did he get off? Was it, maybe it was to do with these shadowy figures who who bailed him out. Oh that I mean, is that's right, courts. isn't it? He bailed him out, didn't he? Frank Vincent bails him out. That's what happens. Now it's all coming back to me. <laughs> I'm replaying the film in my head now. He gets bailed out by Frank Vincent, but doesn't he? is he in jail? He's not in jail when he's reading the books, is he? He's out. He's in the library. Yeah, that's yeah, what
1: that to really confused
2: stuff. me because I wasn't sure if he was in like the sort of well-behaving section of the jail when he was reading, and then I, I then I was like looked at his clothes and realised that he's in a library or something. But Keisha was in jail and then she didn't th- get bailed th- out. <laughs> she kind of cried and they let her out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was more confusing. She's collected by the other guy's wife to then be released for some reason. <laughs>
0: yeah that was because... T bars from TLC, wasn't it? We haven't really yeah, addressed that yet. She was quite really famous, arrested, so we haven't actually yeah. addressed them. she doesn't get much of a character, but um she was um she was she was actually quite good, I thought, for the very, yeah, very she was little that one of the she few had. Bright
1: spots. <laughs> people
0: are out of jail, people are reading books. Um Sincere goes for a haircut and gets shot. This was the guy from the basement. Is that this? that's what you're saying? That I did not gather that the first listen. Oh yeah. I, I recognized, recognized
1: his face. That was the only one I recognized. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the reason I thought it was him as well was of the stupid shot of you'll get yours and I'm like he didn't because you've got the wrong guy. So what, yeah. what? Nas was getting it, even though it was DMX that did the business. So he,
0: yeah, he'd been. I think you were talking about this earlier. He'd been talking about he wanted to, to go to Africa. It, you know, that was kind of his. After reading some books, that was where he decided. And then once he got shot, he was definitely gone. Uh, that was it. He'd had, he'd had enough. No, that was another we're weird one. That, that was the, a... the, the,
1: the that was the finale of his character was to convince him and his child to go to Africa for some reason. Um, it didn't.
2: It didn't do much, though, did it? Because he was like champing at the bit to go to Africa anyway. When he had his haircut, that's all he spoke about. And then he got shot in the leg, and then he's like, "Well, I'm, I'm going to Africa." Yeah, I can't do <laughs> this. I'm going to Africa.
1: Am away. And you're like, "Yeah, you were going there anyway, weren't you? You weren't on the <laughs> fence." About you just made it. it more difficult because you're bleeding from the leg. But go ahead, sir. Yeah. So, so I think
0: we've we've gone past the um. The Scarface have. part, haven't we? We skipped yeah. right over it, which actually yeah. I didn't want to talk which... about that. So that was that was somewhere in in what I'd identified as potentially Act Two, um, <laughs> that the the ox, I guess, in retaliation for Feather Guy, is is given the Scarface treatment, isn't he? So he's yeah. he's getting real leathered
1: on the for for a man who smokes weed all day and in low lighting, his accuracy was sublime. He was better than John Wick, and uh, no reload. Uh, constantly talking, giving away his position, but that didn't matter because in the end, when someone's dressed up in leather and featherhead, woman drops from the ceiling with a knife, you're finished. Right, he was in the wrong career. He was in the wrong
2: line of work, basically that guy, um, because <laughs> he took out an entire special yeah, ops team was amazing, in he? the dark, a drunk, wasted yeah. by a knife. And all right, he knew the house, but yeah. um, <laughs> he could hardly change the TV channel. But when <laughs> are real. A.K. under the under the couch. He's sitting on that all day.
0: Um, that couldn't be comfortable. Yeah, he in didn't raise any indications that he was a marksman, right. was there? Because every every scene you've seen him and he's sitting down smoking. Suddenly he's he's dead eye, isn't he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Unrelated, unexplained woman dressed in leather with a feather on her head commanding the seal team, and then realizing that um, I will not only be able to get to the second floor of the house, um, but I'm so confident in my knife dropping skills that'll get on his back and it'll be over so there's no point in the rest of these guys or were they all a distraction for her finishing knife move I don't understand
0: <laughs> it was all planned ahead she knew that he was even in his incapacitated state was a marksman um, and it was it was all just sort of cannon fodder so that then she could jump down and give him the old the slice on the neck which the police were kind enough to allow
2: sincere into view <laughs> <laughs> when he visited the house. <laughs> Just a Crime scene. Can I have a wee look in here? Yeah, because he specifically says seeing Ox on the floor with his neck all cut open or whatever, blood everywhere, freaked him out or
0: whatever in his narration, and you're thinking, there's no way. So let's go back to approaching near the end of the film. So uh, Sincere's decided he's going to Africa, definitely. Um, and then Method Man gets battered with an ashtray and shot... Um, am I jumping ahead here? No, no, that's all happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah. all happening at the same time. So he gets battered by Keisha, who's who was let out of jail. Um, oh, and that happened at the same time as I, the no, priest guy? Actually, I skipped Ash, over. Yeah, ashtrays intercut with the priest speech. The priest's speech. So yeah, the, this is New Year's Eve. This is the this is his moment to shine.
1: Buns has no other plans.
0: Buns has n- nothing else to do but to to kill a minister. This was where <laughs> this whole thing was leading to. They, so we'd actually, I guess there was, I guess it was an importantish scene where they're both wearing glasses and they're kind of Buns is telling sincere that he's he's turned the page and he's now all about the the, the religious life. Meanwhile, he still has to kill this minister because uh, Frank Vincent said so. Uh, so he goes New Year's Eve. Uh, he meets the minister in his office, and the minister says to him that he'd told his bodyguards to go away so that Buns could kill him, or or that he would have an opportunity to to talk Buns out of killing him in a really unconvincing fashion.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, 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 the the thing is the minister and his side on talking not quite sure what camera was supposed to be on him, uh, really not meant to be in a film. Was he an actual minister? So I was actually... I was, but I'll I was... say he was more convincing than DMX's sideways gun, having <laughs> to pretend not to do anything, acting with the gun and his glasses and shaky gun. That poor guy. He, I mean, he's done his best through the rest of the film, but that was the biggest task and he failed hard because it was ridiculous. I don't know what happened there because he, he suddenly all, all his screen
0: presence and acting ability sort of melted away in this, this badly. <laughs> constructed scene but yeah the the person who was playing the minister was uh benjamin chavis who is a real life civil rights leader um but not an actor apparently what uh, <laughs> i think i think that was quite you obviously had your suspicions i think that was that was rather obvious so i've actually I, just out of curiosity i did try and find some of his you know speeches and He's definitely much better on the podium than he is reciting lines for a film. I would say so. Uh, not his forte, but I guess he did his best. It was just a, a little bit wooden. I think he did okay for the for that film.
1: <laughs> Don't you let him win, Dave? How dare you? <laughs>
0: so what happens is he does eventually convince Dmx not to shoot him amid this this whole thing. But um, it was it was just a wee bit devoid of tension. A devoid of tension could have potentially been a good scene and I was actually mm. thinking how you could make the scene good right you tell Dmx, don't do the shifting back and forwards, hammering it up sideways, gun <laughs> stuff, right? You slow the pace of the scene way, way down, and then you don't have the bodyguards burst in like before he can make his decision. What? I don't understand why they did that. Because I think if the guy had convinced him, and then you, they have this hug moment uh, yeah. without the bodyguard, and then the bodyguards coming after that, and but it's all also good. took all the tension away. A li-
1: he becomes a liar because he says um, they're away for fifteen minutes. They've been told fifteen minutes. I'm only going to take five minutes to deliver this and they burst in i'm assuming either early Julia. or he took that bloody yeah. long yeah it took all his yeah. credibility away as
2: well. well he didn't realize that they were going to intercut the keisha scenes <laughs> and they added quite a lot of padding to yeah. that um, and so, he, he, so bad. he lost quite a lot of his uh, speech time but that was another thing neil if you're talking about improvements cutting away from the big speech the crest of the yarn of the film was With the ashtray not, battering yeah yeah it didn't really add to it i think the, you know, that's the technique that, yeah. that they do in a lot of like scorsese will often cut intercut two scenes like people getting married and then maybe like assassinations taking place usually but, it
0: takes place midway through the film though doesn't it? it doesn't take place in the yeah. big finale
2: <laughs> and it's in order to like do two things at once yeah. not yeah and so when he's given like a big like monologue to someone he's probably not going to cut away from it and when they cut away from that i did think oh that's a bad that's I d I, t- I didn't think, oh, this film's ruined now,
0: but um <laughs> it kind
1: of seems, yeah. The,
0: but it was rude, I, I got that same feeling like a lost opportunity, right? You ha- like whatever's happened so far in this film, the the setup of this
1: scene actually was yeah, cause quite he's, good. He's delivering a big impassioned speech, which actually has a lovely message in it. And then like, Oh, but also um a guy comes through a back door and, and batters up a wife and she batters him with an ashtray for some reason in the middle of this, so it just farts on it completely. It's just weird, but I think that's another yeah. example of they had extra footage and thought, "Let's put it in somewhere. Where have we got room?" I was glad to see that message being
2: like, if I could say something positive about the the film, because I don't know if I said too much thus far,
0: but the that message coming out was like a relief yeah. that they were putting. <laughs> it something wasn't just complete humorous. glamorizing crime, which yes. is where I guess I was I was getting the redemption part of things from. It does at the end sort of come to a head in that way.
1: Oh,
2: there's a slight, there's a wee scene as well where um, sincere
0: speaks to a young boy who has a gun. Oh, yeah, that's right. That um, that was a that was actually Naz's best bit, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, and he's
2: got the the Avrex jacket on, which uh, quite a few people wear Avrex jackets in this film.
0: I don't yeah. know if they were. Uh, tied into that was that. the you're talking about late 90s here, aren't you? So, this is mm-hmm. this is the height of fashion in some circles. So, what happens is DMX, wh- whether it was because the bodyguards burst in or not, we'll never know. Because that, yeah, to me, that took all the tension away. But anyway, he doesn't kill the minister. Uh, we don't know what happens after that, whether Frank Vincent does him in or or whatever. Um, And then after that, sincere and a little voiceover from him. Sounds like he's about to go to bed, uh, but he tells (laughs) us that he has gone to Africa, but it's over like a shot of Times Square uh new year's so the i guess the budget didn't extend do you know what i would have done i maybe taken one of these shootout scenes out saved the money and had like a uh you don't have to go to africa Africa, but but something maybe a shot of the airport even would have been fine yeah Yeah, because i'm not even convinced that new york footage was theirs
2: i think they were doing a bit of a um ridley scott blade runner ending with (laughs) um some footage that they got off someone else because it was it was pretty well shot um You know, it was well exposed for. You mean everybody? Everybody
0: wasn't walking in slow motion.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, uh, yeah. They did. There was a few things in the film that had been that were getting played at speeds like slow motion stuff that wasn't shot for slow motion that I did (laughs) notice and stuff like that. But it, you know, there were certain scenes in this sort of broad daylight, and they'd exposed them in kind of weird ways with like a neutral grad filter that was making the top of it excessively dark. Like very, very dark. And I don't know if that was like a, a message or something, but it seemed like to me it, there was moments where it looked like they'd just forgotten to take it off. Whereas that, that stuff at the end was actually
0: pretty well shot. I think it looked like it'd been shot professionally. It so have, It must have been, that back in those days, it would have had to be a helicopter, wouldn't it? So I'd, I mean, there was some budget spent on things uh, here, but possibly helicopter over Times Square, maybe not. I don't know though.
2: I, you know, I don't feel like I should empathize with the um, the struggles of filmmaking whilst watching a film um, <laughs> as much as I did when I was watching <laughs> this one. They, um, I was saying to David before this started, before the podcast started, just that um, it was weird because sometimes it felt like they were spinning the wheel. Um, they knew how to make exciting dynamic shots and sometimes they would do that, but it it wasn't befitting of the scene that was taking place. And other times it was it would work, and it was just a kind of randomizer whether or not they were gonna hit the right type of shot or not. There's um, one shot where Sincere is speaking to I think his partner Tion in the car, and they're talking about moving to Africa for the first time. That's very shallow focus, and it's just them two talking. And you think, yeah, that's correct. That's they're talking about something very important. They're the only two people that matter in this situation the rest of the world's fading away in the background as if it's going to you know it's it's not something that's uh, important to them totally on on point and then there was just the other stuff um some really strange stuff there's a basketball scene um which was also kind of like i thought this is almost okay <clears throat> it's filmed from quite far away from the characters and i think it's um Frank Vincent speaking to him um on a basketball court, yeah. he's speaking to um, uh, what's his face again? DMX, um, Buns, yeah, Buns yeah, DMX. Yeah. So they're speaking, but the whole thing takes place from, and you you view it as as if you're like someone on a bench, quite far away from them, and it kind of worked because it's like a it's a clandestine um, meeting, but. It, I don't know if there was meant to be something hanging down over the top left corner of the lens or not. Um, <laughs> it looked like it was being filmed from inside someone's jacket, uh,
0: so <laughs> I don't
2: know. Like you know, it, it was it was handheld because it's moving around a little bit, and I just kind of thought, oh, it don't is this it, if if that's what they're going for is that it's being like you know it's sly then then fair play, but just some some very odd choices. The Jamaica stuff was filmed kind of poorly for most part of it a lot of stuff was in the dark which we kind of covered already like important stuff with characters and the first time you're seeing their faces and getting their names I, I never like it when films have so many characters and you don't really learn who they are or what they do knowledge is mentioned but he's the first time you see him he's shot in silhouette against a window I think and he's on a phone and all you hear is that the guy doesn't really trust him but it doesn't go into too much about why or who and I
0: didn't know what he looked like the whole film I didn't know who knowledge was um, yeah, there wasn't a f- there wasn't like a shot of his face, was there? I-, I might be misremembering, but yeah, there wasn't like any any of the characters because have- knowledge has a huge influence on this film, like the biggest <laughs> influence on this film outside the two characters. And I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't tell you who played him. You could, yeah, just then. Uh, I mean, plus points. Andy McDowell was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> acting wise the performances uh what we what we thinking here do you think you agree that dmx at the very least has a very big screen presence and very big personality
1: yeah it was quite exciting yeah. on screen as as he was he was like he had some presence and then you've got his uh his slumbering partner nas who oh nas I'm sorry he was
0: <laughs> one of the, i mean he's obviously regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time which i wouldn't disagree with but um acting is not his game i don't know if he's done anything else uh apart from this the script did not help. It did. Um, <laughs> so he didn't he, have a lot to work with. No, the scene with um,
2: DMX and Naz speaking in a diner where um, Naz is, or Sincere is learning that Buns has kind of changed his ways and uh, he's, he's, he's into books now. And that <laughs> scene, there was actually quite a bit of presence visually from DMX, I thought. He looked like an actor in a film for me there. Yeah. But every time he opened his mouth, it it ruined it. And I don't think it was his fault. I think the lines were garbage oh yeah
1: there's actually even the, the terrible out of focus bits it's a weird bit earlier on is the stupid football over the superimposed over the thing uh this, yeah. the shot but there's actually out of focused reactions from dmx in the background are actually quite good because he's like really trying to look at the guy and try and convince him to let him sell the drugs and that and it's like this is getting wasted as well <laughs>
2: you don't know what the um lennox says or i didn't and
1: the entire film i had zero idea what he said i'm i'd do not understand it and why didn't they subtitle it as well because there's guys later on who are subtitled but this guy wasn't subtitled so i don't understand and he was constantly like, well,
2: asking people if they'd seen and <laughs> like basically to me that is his way of saying do you know
0: what i'm on do about do you understand and at not one I'm point saying. did any character say not really
1: <laughs> <laughs> honesty well, well it's, it's
0: a good uh, it's a good point because buns's character is not he's not from uh, that area of the world so he, maybe maybe that's an something we haven't latched on to that actually he didn't understand a word he was saying he was just sort of along <laughs> for the ride making up as he in a in direction was yeah he's, he
2: was actually pointing a featherhead this is my godson i love him
0: if you could make sure nothing happens to him i would appreciate that
2: um
0: make sure he seemed to so all right we, I was going to go down the line of recasting Nas's character, but there's not there's not a lot of hope here. Yeah. I mean, the closest you could come is Jay Z, who would be his his lifetime De rival. Nino
1: could have come in this film, yeah. <laughs> he De Niro.
0: No other New York rappers that hype Williams knew. I mean, Method Man was right there. Whatever you say to Method Man, uh, I thought I thought he was uh, at the very least a, a more energetic energetic person, <clears> but he actually has got a wee bit of an unhinged look as well. Now you get two sort of unhinged guys <laughs> uh, playing off each other, but. Yeah, that Metted was it. Man's style
2: of wearing kind of camouflage, which makes him stand out, is <laughs> I, I appreciate that bright yellow camouflage and a generally grey background. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. No wonder he got shot. Um,
0: <laughs> he took the shot well. Yeah. Um, exciting and exciting stuff. And that was that was belly. Uh, it should have probably said at the beginning if you're going to listen to this uh, spoiler alert we spoil quite a significant <laughs> portion of the movie
1: <laughs> should I mention yeah, if,
0: just, uh, the, just travel back to the beginning and then uh, think that um, if you do fancy seeing this film before you hear the review of it, uh, start the podcast quite early on and then uh, watch the film uh, and then listen to, to our review and see if you agree with it and that was, that was belly well we'll just draw it to a close there then barely recommended um, so yeah thank you everyone for listening if you've got any suggestions for any other music related films that we could watch and review mail at blastfrom.com um, you have been thoroughly enjoying the blast from cast from so for me the double davids we say goodbye until next time idris elba could have played <laughs> <laughs>